Hello, welcome. Good to be back again this evening. Um, just so good to have you and a really warm welcome to you all. This evening we're continuing and we're unleashing the power of prayer and fasting. This is part three. So please share this video with as many people as possible. Let's try and get some more people joining us even this evening. On the 8th of January, we start the 21 days of fasting then, and that will go right through to the 28th of January. You can, from as from tomorrow, the 3rd of January, you can register online and become part of what we're doing here there you have the uh, information www.prayerexperience.co.uk register there find out what we're doing you'll get devotionals each day through those 21 days and other materials bible verses to pray into that day words of encouragement we're just gonna have uh, you know a great time together as we come and fast it's going to be a marvelous time believe me so welcome everybody again i'm not alone this evening i have my wife louisa and i'm louisa how are you you good i'm good thanks and of looking course looking forward to tonight uh, yeah absolutely and paul how are you paul good to have you back again really good I am really encouraged and blessed to see the both of you today and join with you tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to a powerful time. Thank you. Um, yeah, we were all together this morning. We had a great time in church this yeah. morning, didn't we? Impressed. We could speak all, talk all day. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for this evening. I thank you for what you're doing amongst uh, all your churches everywhere, Lord, at this time as we begin this new year, Lord. And as we prepare, especially now, Lord, I ask that you'd bless us and bless everybody who's, who's going to come in to this fast and register, Lord. And, and to pray and fast with us, to see what the Lord is doing and what he, what is, what he wants from us at the beginning of this year. Bless this time tonight, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Amen. feasting. <laughs> the feasting is over. All those Christmas goodies have dwindled away. The chocolate box is empty tis in our house anyway and there's only a few crumbs remaining from the christmas cake it's time to fast but we are going to have a feast of a fast i'm sure after all man does not live on bread alone but on every good word that proceedeth from the mouth of god we're going to concentrate more on prayer this evening, but first I'd like to ask both of you, both Paul and Louisa, if you are ready and, uh, you know, if you're ready uh, and what you hope to gain, both personally and corporately during this time of fasting. I've got scripture verse here, it's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 17. It says, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Is that possible? What does that mean to you, to pray without ceasing? Louisa, how do you go about praying without ceasing? 
Well, I think the praying without ceasing for me extends from my sort of conversation with God and my quiet time. So I'm sort of uh, developing my spirit man. And um, I think that helps a lot because then my spirit man's awake even when I'm asleep. And if I go out, mm. I can be catching a bus into town. My spirit man is active and wow. I can actually be praying in tongues in my mind. Or if I'm at the back of the bus and I don't meet people around, I'll pray it out loud. And um, then there is, you know, going to bed. And I know that it's still there. There's something still going on and I can maybe be disturbed in the night and I wake up and I know that that my spirit man is speaking in tongues um, because I'm sort of aware of it and start doing it as well so it, it is possible to pray without ceasing develop from that relationship with God where you're praying with him and talking to him which is praying with him and um, your spirit man wakes up more and more as a result Wow. Do you know what I got? What, 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 what God just spoke to me as you were saying that was that line. My spirit man is awake even when I am asleep. And Psalm, uh, I can't even remember the exact verse, but Psalm 16 says, even at night, my heart instructs me. I just think that's beautiful. You know, when you wake up, as you're waking up and you know God's been talking to you through that and you, you, you're just praying as you wake up, that, that is really... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, because it is the communion with him that's that's going on. You don't fully aware of it and that's what's good because there's no obstacles. You don't, your mind doesn't get in the way at all. Uh, and you are, you know, it's that yeah. pure communion. It's, it's wonderful. Wow. Yeah, beautiful. The other part of, of course, that scripture from Thessalonians is it, it begins by saying rejoice... So <laughs> rejoice always, Paul. What about that? And, and anything else you'd like to add to it from that scripture verse? Rejoice always, it says. Thank you. Thank you, Nigel. Yeah. Well, the, the word for joy in Hebrew is Samha, and it means a celebration of, of joy, making merry, delight, and being joyful. Wow. And we have the very spirit of God within us. And the Holy Spirit is always rejoicing in the Lord. Now, when we partner that with that, with the word of God, we connect our spirit with the spirit of God. And we can choose. It's a choice. It's a choice to choose joy, not dependent on our, our situations, our circumstances, but to be joyous in the God of our salvation. As David put in Psalm 23, 26, and this is from the Amplified, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the rock and strength of my heart and my portion forever. We can feed from that portion. That's part of our inheritance. That's a continual river and stream of joy. It goes on, Nehemiah 8.10, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 3.18, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank it's, you. It's, Jesus said the rivers of living water. Well, there's a river of joy, a continual, ever flowing river of joy that's within us. But we need to tap into that source. We need that's to look to our God and who he is and make that conscious, continual decision to rejoice in all times, in all circumstances. Yeah. So I was praying and, yeah. and seeking God. Yeah. Um, the, the so powerful anointing song, It Is Well With My Soul. Mm. What of that man in a moment of probably despair and sorrow and the loss of his family, 
in the midst of the Atlantic, he chose joy. Yeah. And what came out of that is one of the most powerful expressions of joy in a moment of the deepest sorrow. When sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot he has taught me to say, it is well, it is well. It is well with my soul. You said, Paul, you just said there, you make a conscious decision to rejoice. And it's like as you begin to open your mouth, as you begin to praise it, as you begin to pray when you wake up in the morning, it is a choice, isn't it? You can, you know, just a breakthrough. Joy becomes a, 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 a supernatural consequence of choosing joy. Because the Lord wants to rejoice in him at all times. First and above all, we are created to worship. Yeah. Great to give, continue to love all, love our Lord, our God, with all our heart, mind, and soul. I got a picture of the old cars that you had to crank the engine up to get them going, you know, and sometimes I've got to do that. I've got to say, Father, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to worship you. Come what may. I love you. I adore you. And as I start, then the joy rises up and, and it's, it does, doesn't it? And that's the Yeah, beauty. it does. That's yeah, I beauty. often find that when I'm sort of... Um, praying with jesus or singing to him that i get get a picture of us dancing in the garden together and it's his garden mm -hmm. not my garden and mm -hmm. and it's it's so lovely mm -hmm. to have that because it's just such a joyful experience it's just full of mm -hmm. happiness and joy you meet yeah, him to be able to dance with jesus in the garden it's you wonderful. meet him in a garden where do you tend to meet him paul in a spiritual sense just the, do you have a place that you go to in you know like a garden or anything just just wondered I, I i often meet him at a well i i, I can see, see it well wow. yeah there's always water anyway yeah. for me it's almost it is that so in a sanctuary it, it is that that place where where, where i'm just dwelling at the, the, the feet of jesus uh, and it's it's that looking upon the beauty of the lord as david says I'm just oh, yeah, that well, psalm 27 love and adoration and just meeting yourself into that place and enjoying and experiencing god and not rushing out of that place it's a place of isolation it's a place of separation it's a place where it's just you it's just oh. you in complete community I, fellowship. And god. I think that must be your favorite i would put that down yeah, as your favorite one thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Hallelujah. Lord and Hallelujah. to seek him in his temple. And that's what we'll be doing. That's what we're going to be doing for this wow, for January, the 8th to the 28th of January. We're going to be gazing on his beauty. We're going to be spending time with him, with dedicating, separating ourselves, getting out and getting with God you know, one of the things that we want to achieve through this fast is to bring ourselves into a closer relationship with him, don't we? To rid ourselves of everything that might hinder that process. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God, for the pulling down of strongholds. Now, for me, our strongholds are things that separate us from God that cut us off from him. Paul, can you can you just talk to us a little bit about that 
that that first there and what that means to you. What are these strongholds that, that, that interfere, that get in the way, if you like, and separate us from God? This is Apostle Paul speaking and, and pleading with the Corinthian church when when people had come in with false teaching, they come up in and, and tried to and creating division, they were creating havoc in the church of Corinthian. And Paul recognized immediately this was not a carnal war that he was fighting. This was a spiritual war. And the only way to to break them strongholds down that were trying to erect itself to separate and divide the Corinthian church and undo the good news of the gospel was by spiritual weapons. Uh, they really good. And what are strongholds? These are strongholds of the mind. These are walls of resistance who will block but the flow, the, the truth of God's word, his power, it will, they are, they are erected around. This could be through worldly wisdom, worldly systems, values that through life we've picked up. It may be hearing false words. But the only way to engage against these strongholds is through the wisdom, the knowledge, and the strategy of God by his word. You look at the Jericho walls. The Jericho yeah. Wars are a good example of yeah. the pulling down the strongholds. They knew that the Israelite people, the Lord God Almighty, was going to was was going to give them the victory, but they knew in normal ways and means they could not achieve this victory. And the Lord God Almighty, it was His battle, but He needed them to follow His wisdom, His knowledge, and strategy to bring the walls of Jericho down. And in the same way, we need to use and exercise the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and oppose every thought, everything that opposes itself against the will of God and our and takes us away from our relationship with God and incapacitates us in being able to be used by God because it first enters into the mind, but then it will start to corrupt and it will it will play, it will bring the walls. And these Jericho walls are the walls that come around our heart. These are the barriers and the blocks to the flow and love of God. And yeah. so that's how I see it. Absolutely brilliant. And the opposite of that is I'm thinking of that word that Jane brought on on, on new years eve from zachariah 9 11 i think and it says return to your stronghold you prisoner of hope god has a stronghold too doesn't he we heard that today um uh, that uh, god's been a, a high tower that we can run into it and be safe you know we pull those down those strongholds that we make in our lives and then we run to, the, to God himself and uh, return to that fortress that he creates for us, that where, where we are safe. You know, as we were looking at this uh, Bible verse, I was reminded of that popular song in the church today that says, every high thing must come down, every stronghold must be broken. We've looked at the strongholds, but what are these high places? Louisa, you were talking with me earlier about the high places, and two examples are found in the Old Testament. One, I'll just read them quickly. Two kings, 
17.11 says, reading from the New King James Version, There they burned incense on all, on all the high places, like the nations whom the Lord had carried away before them. And they did wicked things to provoke the Lord to anger. And one of them was um, burning incense on these high places. And 1 Kings 3.3, 3, again from the New King James Version says, And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of his father David. So he's getting it right, except that he sacrificed and burned incense at the high places. Louisa, what are these high places? How do we bring them down? Well, the high places um, that um, you're referring to is idol worshipping and worshipping other gods in high places. And God actually refers to high places in the context of a stern warning in the Levitical law after he'd reminded the Israelites of all the blessings that would be theirs for obeying him. If they would disobey him and serve idols, he would destroy their high places. And what that meant in reality was he would find someone obedient to him who would get the job done. And Josiah was one of the few people who did get the job done. At 18 years old, he decided to start a decree to bring down the high places. And it did relate to idolatry and pagan worship that belonged to the people in Israel. And he wanted to drive it out. Now, I've been noticing whilst we've been uh, talking that uh, Fiona Leslie Thompson, thank you for your comments where you're talking about the prayer and fasting and how important that is for uh, taking down our idols. Um, that's the one. Yeah. Television, soap opera, video games, social media and all of that. And that is relevant to us because Josiah meticulously went and cut down everything that was worshipping um, something other than God. The law was not being um, followed at that time. And Josiah wanted to follow in the same way and be devoted as David was, where he was even more successful than David and his own son, Solomon. So Solomon, is that right? And mm -hmm. um and it works. I mean, idols can take many forms. Um, so, we need to look as well about how our personality and what aspects of our personality are idols, even if it's feeling low self-worth or high self-worth. Both things are idols because it's still focusing on our own personal conditions. And we pray and fasting. We're often faced with those things and they become um more highlighted and um, it helps us to see where these things come from and and how we're grieving God really because I mean, he does get angry but he does grieve his heart really grieves um, for his people um, and you know if one's going to worship God shouldn't he or she do so in a way that blesses him uh, he wanted them to pull down the high places uh, and um, not think they were getting close to him by standing on hilltops. Uh, and so, you know, to tear them down um, was it was a matter of a heart uh, and to uh, get close to God in your whole with your whole being. 
and of obedience and not physical elevation or any other fleshly condition and uh idol worship can wow. be worshiping various aspects of who we are um whether we're proud of ourselves or not proud of ourselves there could be two extreme things and the distractions that we use and they can be things like watching tv even there is always a danger too of um idolizing celebrity what they call celebrities now um what they used to be called pop stars and uh, people who are doing that sort of thing it's you could slide that over into your uh, christian world and you have the same attitude towards a worship leader you could have the same attitude towards a pastor or um somebody in the church you know i think they're really great and you uh, you've got to be very careful about that sort of thing as well because you it's a tendency for fallen man to worship something because we're created to worship god so yes. if we're not worshiping god we're going to find something else to put on a high place and then god gets mad or upset so the prayer and fasting helps bring these into into the light of day and um if we take notice of them, it enables us to develop our relationship with God. So thank you for that, Fiona. Brilliant, brilliant. I remember reading and sharing a quote not long ago that worship is the consummation of our joy. We are born to worship, but if we're not worshiping God, if we don't know God, but if we're worshiping the things of this, if the things of this world are giving us joy, then that's what we're going to worship, isn't it? Obviously. And it's like you mentioned pop stars. And before I came to the Lord, I worshipped pop stars. I got books. I read about them. I listened to them. I didn't just listen to the music, but I studied their lives, for goodness sake. I had pictures of them. It was idol worship of course that's that went when i became a christian but you know i held on to things and one thing i held on to was i i, I had my fascination my interest with sport and sport you know you can get into idol worship there too your favorite sports personalities your favorite team people worship manchester united etc milan fc or, or whatever and I've shared this before it wasn't until about 18 months ago when the Lord spoke to me about sport and called it idol worship and 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 when I got rid of it from my life that very same week Mr Paul Royals I met you on social media <laughs> and look well you know it's interesting isn't it and look where we are now look what's happening now praise god i i do i also think um that when you are doing that and you, you stop it and god leads you away from it there can be a tendency to if you do go back to it or find yourself going back to it it actually makes you feel sick you know, physically <laughs> yes. sick because yeah. it's yeah. You, you know it's your spirit wow. isn't created like for that any at all and so you, the closer you get to god the more the things of the world do actually make you feel you know, sick, sickened. Okay, and, and Louisa, you, you, you're quoting a proverb here, aren't you? As a dog goes back to and licks up its vomit. <laughs> All right. So, I also was thinking of there's a, a book called Pilgrim's Progress yeah. and in there there's a story of a child who um, does bad things and it's it's 
portrayed as him eating some fruit that he wasn't supposed to. And the only way he could actually get through um, losing that poison when in his body um, Mm -hmm. was a sort of like a purging. He was very ill for a long time, but he managed to remove himself of it. And I think, you know, it's like they're going into a house that's swept clean, isn't it? You've got to be very careful there. Um, But of course, if you're communing with the Holy Spirit and you have that strong relationship, that won't happen. Okay, you know, I, I I read recently that fasting can be anything uh, that separates us from God or interferes with our prayer life. Paul, give us a little t- talk on that for a while. Share your thoughts on that. That fasting can be anything. We can fast from anything that separates us from God or interferes with our prayer life. That's true, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, it's very true. It's just what we fill our lives with if it is not his word if it is not prayer if it is not worship but also there's communion there's fellowship in that there's there's walking and and building each other and brothers sisters in christ will take us away from god yeah absolutely it's distraction it's distraction and distraction is very different to, to any of us and distraction can look really good give it be the one thing we're seeking after but suddenly we're consumed with this distraction it's creating almost a stronghold in our mind it's we're not hearing god anymore we're not seeing him because all our thoughts all our emotions all our fears are focusing on this one distraction Absolutely. And it brings through the power of, of praying in the spirit. Because when we come into prayer at times, we're so heavily burdened, we're so heavily distracted. The only way to start clearing out the clutter, to start laying down the burdens, is to get in that place of prayer, to combine it with, with thanksgiving, just rejoicing in God, and on your knees before, sitting before God. And just awakening that spirit within you and let the Holy Spirit within you start leading and guiding you in prayer. And then as you build on that, we're talking about spiritual muscle and awakening. It's our our duty, it's our responsibility to awaken the spirit man within us. And that is through prayer and it's through continue to pray. And we're talking about prayer. The only way we can pray is through seeking the continual grace of God to pray. It's through seeking the spirit of prayer and supplication. It's moving to that spirit of intercession. It's asking God and being honest with God. I need the passion to pray. I need the passion to see you. I need that zeal. I need that fire. I need that unction. I need the expansion of my heavenly language. Yeah. And that's not a one-time request before God. That is a continual request before God. But I do believe you can get to the point where the Holy Spirit starts to override. You said, Louisa, that you're just walking down the street and suddenly you'll be praying in tongues. Suddenly you'd yeah. pray in the long. You'll wake yeah. up and you're praying in the spirit. Mm-hmm. It becomes, even though it's a supernatural action, it becomes a natural action. It becomes a part of your everyday life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the more you want, the more you talk to Jesus, the more you want of him. Yeah. And you, you just want more and more. And and that never goes. It's 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 amazing. I always think as well that um, 
if you're doing these other things, it's a bit like sitting in the same room as somebody and not talking to them whilst you're preoccupied with doing lots wow. of other things. Oh, uh, God's sitting next to you and he's loving it. Wow. He's loving your socks off and you're just busy doing wow. something else, like uh, looking at your mobile, watching TV, doing something else, tidying up, writing an, uh, an essay, and he's there. And you're not talking to him while you're doing these things. And then some, if you were, you'd realize that some of them are a pretty waste of time, really. And they're not actually, <laughs> you know, um, and it's 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 like that. Would you sit in a room with somebody and not talk to them at all? Because you do with God, don't you? Sometimes oh, think so about whether you do. Because he's there all the time and he's there to, to walk with and, and guide every everything you do and every breath you take he's there more than a person so i don't think we ignore somebody for that length of time if you think about the things that you preoccupy yourself with it can sometimes you think well that's that's pretty shocking a, wor a word that's coming to mind as you're speaking is discipline as both of you were talking there i'm thinking that you know we've got to learn the art the art of discipline because it is about discipline isn't it i used to you know i found that i was spending too much time as lots of us do scrolling down social media so i had a brainwave i thought i know i'll just delete facebook from my phone so i joyfully i joyfully did it and then at 1 p.m five to one the following day I'm desperately scrambling around trying to get on on the prayer experience on Facebook. And of course, Facebook's not on my phone anymore. So, <laughs> so I had to reinstall Facebook to get on the prayer experience, which took me half an hour. So I had to play catch up. And then God said to me, it's okay. You can have Facebook on your phone, but it's like more discipline. You've got to be extra disciplined. You can, I, I couldn't just get rid of Facebook because I need it. It's a good tool. You know, we we, 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 we go on prayer experience, don't we? People on Facebook now, on what we, you know, we're on Facebook now, for goodness sake. What a good thing to have. But you, it's you like, that, yeah, you need it's that. It's like not having all the ice cream at once, isn't it, really? Well, it's like I, I, having to be disciplined enough to have the Facebook, but not right. spend three quarters of an hour before I go to bed scrolling down, which is just really a waste of time where I could read the book of Philippians instead, yeah. for goodness sake. <laughs> Listen, guys, we, 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 we're going to, have, we, we're going to, we want to pray tonight, don't we? So, so we're going to move into some prayer. I've got a few uh, prayer points here, about four. We just start taking it in turns to pray as we bring this um, time to a close. You know, we, we, we could have been going another hour here. Every time each of you have been speaking, I've been jotting down notes and just links into other things that, where this could lead us. But time is, you know, fleeting, as they say. <laughs> and um, we're going to pray. And we're going to begin by praying a prayer of dedication, if you like. We want to dedicate each person and ourselves to this time of uh, prayer and fasting that we're fast approaching. And we want people to be dedicating themselves and being prepared and getting ready for this time. So our prayer of dedication, you know, God desires that his children are dedicated into faithfully serving him. And as we devote our time and our services and this fast to him, our hope is that great and mighty works of God 
will manifest in our lives. Paul, would you like to pray into that prayer of dedication, please? Yes, thank you, Nigel. Yes, Father God, you gave us one of the greatest examples of, of a people that were dedicated unto you, and that was the Levitical priesthood. But now you have chosen us as that priesthood. You have chosen us to commit our lives to be dedicated into your service. Lord, as we come together now, Lord God, I ask of you, you will help us, Lord God, to come into this time as we approach you and prepare, to come into time of separation, a time of dedication, a time of fasting, Lord God, that our lives, Lord God, will be handed over to you for the service of you, Lord God, to the ministry of you, my Lord. The Lord, that through this sacrifice, through this dedication, through this time, Lord God, of handing over our lives, Lord God, the Lord God, you may use us for the sake of your kingdom, yes, for the Lord. sake of your glory, Lord God. So, Lord, take hold, take charge, take hold and lead and guide us, Lord God, into the depths, of Lord God, of the inner sanctuary of your presence, Lord God, that as we enter in, as we submit, as we yield, as we separate unto you, my Lord God, that you will remove every stronghold, you will tear down every wall of resistance, Lord God. Yes, the Lord God, and through yes, this, Lord God, every desire of our heart that would remove us away from you, Lord God, will be removed, Lord God. Lord, this is about you, Lord God. This is about the year of 2022, Lord God, that you may use us in the maximum potential, Lord God, that you so long and desire, Lord God, for us as your children, Lord God. So, Lord, here are our hands. Here are our lives, Lord God. We commit ourselves into yes. your hands, Lord God, yes. and we simply say, have your way. Yes. Have your way, Lord God. Yes. Give us the grace to continually dedicate ourselves day by day, Lord God. Yes. Give us the power of the Spirit, Lord God, that we do not walk in our own power, might, and strength, but Lord, it will be the power from within that is unleashed, Lord God. The power of them rivers of living water that will just gush forth, Lord God. So you will keep us up, you will uphold us with your righteous right hand Lord God and you will place us into the full placement Lord God the full placement Lord God in a complete divine direction and path of righteousness you have chosen for each and every one of us Lord let not one of us falter let not one of us slip Lord God let not one of us Lord God come to any evil or harm Lord God as we come and dedicate and hand over our lives to you Lord God release the ministry in spirits, Lord God. Command your angels charge over us, Lord God, and lead us into these new territories, into these new grounds, and into the inheritance that you will bestow upon us, Lord God. In your mighty name of Jesus, I Thank Amen. you, Paul. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Uh, 2 Corinthians, we have a Bible verse here. 2 Corinthians 6, 17 says, Therefore come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you. Come out from them and be separate. Paul is urging the church at Corinth to come out and be separate, that they would separate we want to pray now that we would separate ourselves from everything that would come between us and God at this time. Louisa, would you lead us in that prayer, please? 
Yes, interestingly, one of the meanings of the Hebrew word for holy is different or apartness. Yeah, separate, the Israelites yeah. were called to be separate because they were adopted by the creator, the one true God, whom they knew as Yahweh, their personal God. Father, your word says, little children, keep yourselves from idols. So idols can take many forms, like a statue of God or as subtle as having greater trust in one's talents or abilities than in the Lord. We don't have to have a statue in our backyard. We don't have to um, to have anything that we can see. We don't have to uh, realize um, and have a physical realization of how much we're elevating ourselves. Father, we ask you, Lord, to help us to deeply consider if there are any obstacles in our hearts that present us, prevent us from becoming intimate with you. We ask you, Lord, to help us to tear down those high places in our minds and those high places in our hearts and anything, anything that is in, that is highlighted. And we ask that you will replace it with your truth, that we will take your truth and highlight it over and over again. And it should become our high places and we should uh, make it uh, so that it becomes who we are and our natural state. So in our personal lives, we tear down the high places. Yes, Lord. We want to please you, Lord. We want to continually be transforming ungodly beliefs and behaviours, learn from living in the world that contradict your word, that hurt you, that upset you, that make you cry, that make you angry. We must determine and we ask you, Lord God, to help us. And we, as we choose right now yes. to climb up to the high places in yes. our lives and destroy them. And Why? whatever is lifted up against the knowledge of you, one true God, of you, O oh Lord, help us to fully identify them and replace them, no matter how comfortable we are with them. We ask you, Lord, that it's too long. They've been here for too long and they need yes, to go. Yes, yes Lord, we want to tear it down. We want to worship you in spirit and in truth. Down the high places. And we ask, Lord, that the high places are in our hearts, not on the hilltops. The high places are in our minds. And we now tear them down. And we take everything captive and place it under your, your will, Lord God. We place it under your your will and we do so that we can truly speak your word from our hearts through our mouths we can declare that jesus christ is lord in spirit and in truth and we can holy holy walk with you we can stay on that holy highway thank you yes lord amen Every high thing must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. Yes, Lord. You are the victors. Clan. Every high thing. You overcome. Down. You overcome. Yes, Lord. You overcome, Lord. Thank yes, you, Lord. Jesus. I want us to finish tonight. One last prayer. We can kind of pray. Paul, you lead us, but we're going to be praying along with you. Yeah, we want to get in on the air. We yeah. want everybody praying us. And this is a prayer of encouragement and a prayer of blessing for all those who are about to take part in this fast. The beginning, it begins on the 8th. Remember, we'll remind you of that at the end. But yeah, Paul, is it a prayer of encouragement and blessing, please. 
Thank you, Father. Father God, I thank you, Father God. Through these acts of obedience, Lord God, there are blessings, Lord God, that are available to us, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will bless the hands of my beloved brothers and sisters. You will bless their lads, Lord God. The Lord God, you will bless their going out and their coming in, Lord God. They shall not be the tail, but they shall be the head, Lord God. You will fill their hearts with newfound hope. You will give them a grace, Lord God, a greater measure of grace, Lord God, that will carry them through this season, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will bestow upon them a double portion, Lord God, a double portion, Lord God, that they will step into inheritance, Lord God, that they will walk out of spiritual poverty into abundance, Lord God, that they will walk out of lack, Lord God, that they will not, Lord God, lack no good thing, I pray over them in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for the lifting up of limitations, Lord God, a limited mindset, Lord God, a limited lack of hope, Lord God, where faith was diminished and crushed, Lord God, cause faith to arise in the mighty name of Jesus, cause hope to arise, Lord God, cause the rivers of living water to gush forth out of their bellies, Lord God, fill them through by your spirit, Lord God, lead us by your spirit, Lord God, Lord, be exalted through our lives, be magnified through our witness, Lord God, Take us from grace to grace, from glory to glory, Lord God. There will be part of the grand redemptive plan that you had for us as a church, Lord God. That we will arise a spotless bride, Lord God. We will arise, Lord God, a church that is ready, that it is equipped, Lord God. That is filled, moving in the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God. And to as your word, Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We consecrate as your as as you as Pastor Delhi said, fasting is a form of consecration. So we prepare ourselves now through this fasting and this praying to consecrate ourselves to be used by God. So we are once more uh, dedicating ourselves, but we are laying our lives down as living sacrifices as we start to consecrate ourselves during this fasting time starting on the 8th of January. The word is consecration and it's purification. We give you everything, Lord. We ask that you will give us eyes to see all the things that displease you. And we ask you, Lord, for forgiveness. We ask you to forgive us, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, to show us your way. Prepare us, Lord. Prepare us now, Lord. Yeah. It's coming. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you in advance for what you're going to do during this 21 days of fasting. We're just hoping we're going to get Paul back before the end. He's had a technical issue there, but we're just so blessed having with us tonight so far. And uh, yeah, we just hope we get him back for the end. But, you know, we begin the 21 days of fasting. and on the 8th of January, that's next Saturday, I believe, and that'll go through to the 28th. You can fast from whatever you like. More importantly, as from tomorrow, the 3rd of January, you can register online at uh, www.prayerexperience.co.uk. 
UK. And if you go on there, you will receive devotionals and other materials, Bible verses, words of encouragement, and uh, and, and Bible verses for each day. So we can we'll be we'll be working together. We'll be coming together as a body, that living organism, as we pray, as we fast, as we press in. And as we press forward, as Louise was saying this morning, pressing on to the things of God. Thank you. Listen, thank you all for being with us this evening. Thank you, Louisa, uh, for, for joining us tonight. You've been such an encouragement, such a blessing. Thank you, Paul. Thank and you, Pastor you, Nigel. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank you, Paul. I know you can hear us. So Thanks, you, Paul. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for everyone behind the scenes. But you know what? Thank you, everyone, for joining us this evening. And, thank you know, you you're so just searching. We just love you so much. You're such a Me faithful too. bunch of people. And uh, we're so glad to have you with us. And, and you're such a blessing. Guess what? <laughs> there it is. The prayer experience. Tomorrow. That's what you've been watching and taking part in. And we are back tomorrow, Monday, at 1 p.m. At 1 Be there. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.